Quest Gaming Network presents. Insert name here. Your first person shooter fighter action game show. The show about quick thumbs, quick wit, and adrenaline pumping action. Hi everybody, welcome back to Adrenaline Gaming for episode number three. Today's show is sponsored by TweakedAudio.com, the best earbuds on the market. Go to TweakedAudio.com and and choose from one of their massive selections of earbuds. And use the code OFFTHERECORD, all one word, for 30% off your order. Can't beat it, guys. TweakedAudio.com. And in today's episode of Drilling Gaming, we have a lot of Borderlands 2 talk and some lot of Planetside 2 talk as well. Uh, we have a special talking point that's going to encompass a lot of other games, guys. So tune in. Here we go. And I am Joe the Widget Wilson, your lead host for Adrenaline Gaming, and joined, as always, and yet again, Michael. I'm now a healer. Forney. Yo. And his very exuberant and full of life intro, as always. And joining us again is Derek. McClure. Hey. Wow, you guys are like awesome tonight. <laughs> I swear. I was just trying I was trying to go with Mike here. I was just on his lead. Alright, we decided because he's squirrely and we can pick on him a lot. We decided to bring back Dan Boontini Wilson. Hey everybody! Glad to be back for another show. There's someone that can follow it's direction on in this the podcast. <laughs> Jeez. Alright, so we have a lot to talk about. Well actually not too much. Today might be a short episode, we'll see how things go. But, we have a lot of Borderlands 2 stuff. As usual, that's still the flavor of the month, it seems. And I know I've been playing what little I've been able to play the last week. I, I got Borderlands 2 time in. Got some with Dan and some solo time. I've been so busy with the whole Minecraft issue last week with the, the patch and the hurricane and all the other garbage going on that really didn't get too much time to play. I wanted to really get into... Uh, um, dishonored this week, but I did, did not have the time. So hopefully soon I will have the time to get that going. I don't know, this is a launch week, and launch weeks always mean I'm busy. Oh well. <laughs> Alright, so, but however, the Borderlands 2 time that I got into with Dan was pretty fun. Uh, we got to level 49. So we're one level away from Cap. And we are, where are we at, Dan? About two-thirds away through the game right now? I believe so. Two-thirds... Coming real close to beating it for the second time. Saturday night after I got done recording Dungeon uh, Dungeon Crawler with Dave, Mr. David D. Force Adams, I uh, I called Dan, I like, get your butt down here, we're doing a Borderlands 2 marathon. So he got his little scrawny tush down here, and <laughs> I think we played from, I want to say like uh, 8.30 to about 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah. Non-stop. <laughs> We played a lot. It was fun. I had fun that night. So I was trying the assassin. With my assassin, I was trying the uh, assassin tree, which is... It's not called the assassin tree. I always forget what it was. It's the one on the right side where it's all melee-based, Mike? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not sure. I thought it was you who was doing that. I don't have an assassin. Oh, no, it wasn't you. Who was I was talking to? It might have been Dave. It is Dave. Duh. Sorry, Mike. I've got everything but an assassin. Yeah, that's right. You do everything else. You do, your primary character is a commando, right? Yeah, I got a commando, I got a uh, siren, and I've got a necromancer. Right. But anyway, there's this uh, the tree for an assassin where it's all melee heavy, melee based, and the special changes to where if you get a kill with your special, it gives you like another three or four seconds in, the, in, in your special. Because normally when you do any kind of kill, uh, melee or, or gunshot in your special, it, it breaks the special from anymore from happening anymore, which is the stealth. I still claim the assassin has the worst special in the game by far. However, he makes up for it and everything else that we can do with our weapon reload, gun damage, accuracy is insanity. So I did a, the assassin tree and found that it was pretty much useless in the second playthrough because you can't kill any enemy even with like I was doing 600 times or 600% melee damage 
I couldn't kill any enemy unless they were two-thirds of the way down with their health. So it was fun for a brief few seconds. I think the biggest chain I got was like three enemies in a row. That's with Dan gunning everything while I was doing it. So I found out that, that my um, my lifespan in that spec was really, really bad and very, very short for for doing a second playthrough. So I went through and respec to my original style, which was going down the sniper tree. Which pretty means that my special doesn't get used whatsoever. Unless I just want to get out of a situation quickly. Uh, but my sniper damage is insanity. I can I can now one hit kill anything almost most things in um the second playthrough. I couldn't do that before at all. But now I with the damage increase in my sniper and my reload speeds and my accuracy is through the roof. It's not an issue anymore. So that's what I was doing and I found that to be extremely useful, especially when you get later on and you start getting into some really insane bosses and situations, and I'm kind of frightened to take on the last boss in the second playthrough. We can we can shake him. Shouldn't be a problem. You realize, Dan, that we died probably a combination of at least 20 times when we first fought him? Did you? When, the, when you go into two players, Mike, the difficulty gets increased substantially. Man, my shield didn't even get down 20%. You know what? I'm tired of you bragging. Show off. <laughs> <clears throat> Alright, Mike. So I'm just OP, that's why. Obviously you beat the first playthrough. Yes, I did. I was actually I, was, I killed Jack in two shots with my uh rocket launcher. <laughs> oh Jack's the easy part. It's what I know. summons is not the easy part. Then the the, ne- the next thing I, I jumped up on a little ledge and I took him out fairly quick. I mean it still took me a good probably five minutes, but I hardly took any damage. He couldn't hit me anywhere from when I was up there, and all the things that he spawned, I could kill in like three or four hits. But, uh, man, when he blew up, that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but before I beat the game, I went ahead and took Joe's advice, and I completely obliterated the DLC. I started it last week, finished about almost the whole thing last Thursday, and then finished it off this morning. That was fun. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed how easy the last boss in the DLC was, even with two players on the second mode. Yeah, easy. he actually was harder than the last boss in the game to me. He was still easy, but he was more a little bit more difficult. At least he drained my shields all the way down. I had no problems with him. I, did it so solo, I didn't really or... have any problems with him. I was not close to dying, but he did more damage to me than the last boss did in the regular game. Fair enough. So, but I don't know. My turret actually helped out a little bit more on uh, the fight at the end of the DLC than it did on the... Uh, <laughs> The last boss of the game. Did you finally uh, get the last part of your tree? No, I haven't even got down. I'm still. I'm in the middle of both trees right now. The I'm way level. Like, the way I'm leveling it. Oh, okay, I'm level 32, and I got to the end of my tree finally. Yeah, but I'm not going down just one tree. I'm doing two, so I'm halfway. I'm three quarters of the way down one, and halfway down the other at 35. So, like I said before, my commando was going on the left side with it was all heavy turret stuff, and uh, the final turret. Mike is insanity. Yeah, add slag damage. Not only that, well, I found out that you were wrong about slag damage last week. Oh yeah. Yeah, if you read the fi- the the print when it's when you look at the slag weapons, um, slag increases the damage of all damage types except for slag. Yeah. You said last week it was only elemental. Oh well. Bad. I still don't <laughs> like using it. If my turret has it, that's one thing, but for yeah. me to take a gun out, shoot something, get slag it, sh- switch to another gun, I could have already killed it with the gun that I had in my hand. Well, my turret has the one, the new muzzle, and then the, the first muzzle. The first muzzle just still does a regular white damage. The new muzzle yeah. is one that does slag, so with slag, the combination, so yeah. it just plows through everything, and then it hits missiles right after it slags them. I haven't yeah. come across I'm going anything. down there eventually. I'll be there eventually, but you don't know how much help that longbow is. The long- that longbow is awesome. Yeah, I'm going down the middle tree now. Yeah, you'll but get I'm, it because it's right in the middle of that tree. And it probably is like I'm in my 40s. Of, yeah, it's one of the best things you can do because it makes flanking the enemy just a cake. Surround everything. Ah, it's awesome. I love my turret. That is the most OP. I'm, I'm taking back what I said last week. I think the commando's turret still the most op- is the OP uh, special. <laughs> However, but when I looked in the commando's tree, uh, every, all three of his trees have some have heavy amounts of to do with their with your turret. 
very yeah. little compared to the other classes when it comes to character development, like gun damage and things like that. No, actually, there's a lot of gun damage. Not compared a, to the others. There's a lot of assault rifle, and there's a crap load of um, rocket launcher damage. Yeah, and the center tree. I noticed that. Yep. Rocket launcher damage and grenade damage. Yep. Uh, a lot of a lot of his abilities um, aren't necessarily a direct increase. Um, a lot of his are kill skills. So when you kill, it increases your damage by like 50%, your output. Mm-hmm. When you have your turret out, it increases your damage by another 50%. So a lot of his are around killing things and keeping the turret out. That's how you do a crap load of damage. Well, yeah, I mean, the turret is my damage. So, see, I have mine to where my turret does good damage, but I could out-damage my turret any day of the week. Easy. Oh, I can't. My damage would just choose everything alive. But I, but the way I have my character specced is I, like I said, I can kill anything in the game, and I killed the Jack in two shots. I killed... Everything going up to Jack, I killed in one or two shots, depending on what weapon I was using. So exactly how are you doing your spec? I'm curious. I take all the pretty much all the things that increase my damage, Joe. <laughs> what trees, though? Um, well, the one tree you're going down, the one on the far right. Mm-hmm. That's left. I'm halfway I, I down the that one tree, left. yep. And then I'm down the middle tree halfway down that one, too. Okay, so you're doing the grenade one as well as the turret one. Those are my two trees, and I pick up all the kill skill ones, so all the ones that when you kill an enemy, it increases your reload speed, your fire rate, increases my damage, um, and then it increases, and then I have my turret out, which my turret does the same thing. I have one that increases my assault rifle uh, magazine size, and then my uh, mod increases my assault rifle damage, my total gun damage, and the amount of ammo I can hold. Well, I'm doing almost the same thing as you, but I'm just approaching it differently, I think. Because yeah. I finished out the left side tree, and now I'm doing the center tree. Hey, so how, how easy is it to uh, respec? Easy. easy. You just like go into Sanctuary and know that uh, new U station or whatever it is, that right by the the, yeah. the quick travel area? Yeah. It's right in the bottom, and it only costs... It's very little on the cost. Yeah, oh, okay. it, it, it's, I think it's proportionate to your level. how much money you have or something. It's a proportionate to your level, level. yeah. Okay. So I, I had I have nearly seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars on my guy right now on my dance playthrough, and the spec the respec cost me like twenty three thousand. Okay, is, yeah, that's not bad. Which is change. I haven't even checked mine. I, I know I have like one point three million, but I'm not sure how much it costs me. <laughs> I haven't respec in a while. When you get to level fifty, you have enough points pretty much to do the majority of one tree, and then do about half of a second tree. That's okay. kind of how many points you got to play with and plan out according to that. But it's really easy to respec. And I encourage doing it often so you can get more a better feel for your character. Um, I finally talked Dan into it. Yeah. My respec is working well so far. I mean, with my, uh, with my respec, usually with my shotguns, it'd take me like a couple clips to take out an enemy on the second playthrough, but with my new respec, I can whip out my shotgun, take three shots, and most of them enemies would be dead, and that's because uh, one of the points allows the last shot in my magazine to do uh, about two times the damage of the regular shot, so I'll just hit them twice, wait until I got a good shot, then hit them with the last bullet, and they're down. It works really, really well. But you're such a bad shot, Dan. <laughs> I am. I was watching Dan play. I was watching his aim radical on his screen. And he was aiming literally at their feet. My guy oh. is short. That's maybe like, that's why he uses a shotgun. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that's all you gotta aim at. <laughs> Speaking of shotguns, I finally picked one up. Oh, I am so proud. Yes, he finally decided to pick up his first shotgun. I'm like, oh, this is it. He's going to fall in love with that gun now. Not a big fan. What? <laughs> no. I mean, they're great with a really close range scenarios, but with the sniping <laughs> and the long range I do with my guy, I don't need close range that often. I've hit psychos while running at me and jumping in the forehead. Oh, yeah. with, the sh- with the sniper rifle? I love doing that. <laughs> I am a wicked shot. Yeah, my sniper rifle and assault rifle are my favorite guns in that game. I really don't need anything else. I keep other things. 
but I don't need anything A lot else. of the assault rifles I have issues with in this game. They're not as uh, rapid fire. I know they're not supposed to be. Assault rifle traditionally is, you know, single or, or triple burst. But some of I, them are nice. I mean, there's a couple that I have that are, are, are really good. The one I have right now, I love. Oh, it has a pretty good fire rate. I'm not sure how fast it was, but it was quick. And then it does explosive damage, but it's not one of the uh, rotating barrel ones, not the spin gun. Hmm. Okay. And I was able, I with with the included uh, explosive damage, I was able to just walk through everything with that gun. So between that and the sniper rifle, that's all I use. <laughs> I'm still a huge fan of my sniper rifle and my submachine oh. gun. Uh, See, so yeah, submachine guns in this game, I don't like as much as I did in the last game. I love it, especially when you get those iridium ones. Yeah, I just, I don't know. They're just, they're not as, I guess, accurate. Well, with my guy, well, and how much accuracy I've increased with him, they're almost as accurate as my sniper rifle. Yeah. So some of them. Some of them are ridiculously over, so... Uh, yeah, when you when you zoom in and the thing just, like, shakes over your whole screen. Yeah, all over your screen is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, like, it. Yeah. What do you want me to do with this gun? Well, Mike, <laughs> what you need to do with the submachine guns is pick up a Hyperion submachine gun. They have stabilizers, so the more That's you the fire it, had. the more yeah. you fire it, the more it stays in place. I don't like firing constantly. Besides, that's not my style. One on of the game. best things to do with a, uh, a with a submachine gun is hip fire. What we mean by hip fire, everybody, is when you're yeah. in a first person shooter, it's when you're not aimed down your sights. It's just a straight aim. Uh, close range, mid range with the submachine gun is perfect for hip fire. Yeah, I yeah I don't even like zooming in with them anymore. That's yeah. what I got my sniper and my assault for, anyways. Exactly. Well, I use my. I use. What I've been really loving lately is machine pistols with the scopes on them or the sights. Yeah. The enhanced sights. Oh, dude. I. I have a thousand rounds, over a thousand rounds on that, and I can literally go through all that thousand rounds how fast I can reload and shoot a machine pistol now within a group of enemies and waste every single one of them like they're nothing. I just don't like pistols. Derek. So, yes. you, did you get some uh, Borderlands 2 time in? I did. I got a, a few hours in. Uh, more than I thought I did, actually. Um, I'm sorry. You're going to have to stop for a second. Someone's at my door. All right. We'll so. just uh, we'll, we'll come back to you. Okay. Dan. So, man. Your respec. Is this working out for you, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Working really well. Oh, one of, one of the good things that I really enjoyed in our last playthrough was I got to shoot the shoot-me-in-the-face guy in the face. Uh, well, I hope you shot we, him in the face. <laughs> we, we, in saw, the face. we saw him. In I'm like, face. dude, you got to let me do, do it, it this time. Shoot me in the face. Thank you. I'm like, dude, you got to let me do it this time. On my second playthrough, I've already decided I'm going to shoot him in the face with rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> so... That's going to be it. I'm going to shoot him in the face with a rocket launcher. With a rocket launcher in the face? Yes. Nice. I was wondering if you would fell the quest if you if you knifed him. Or if you missed his face. I don't know. Interesting to find out. I don't think I can miss him with a rocket launcher, though. <laughs> so, Dan, you picked up a class mod that made my day oh, yeah. when we played on Saturday. Yeah. Regens all of our ammo really, really quick. It does like one ammo a second. And it just helps a whole lot. I mean, whenever I used to get into the habit of whenever we traveled, I'd have to go and pick up. Yeah, every time I see an ammo dump, I'm right there regening my ammo. And we just walk right past it. All right, bring on the next wave. Yeah, the, well, the last time we played, when he first got it going, and I didn't realize how much effective it, how effective it was, I thought it'd just be you know a little bit here and there. I went through 900 rounds on my machine pistol out of a big fight we got into. Went up to a uh, an ammo dump like I normally do. Went to to you know refill my ammo, buy ammo, and I didn't have to buy a, a single bullet. Yeah, and that really helped in the Fink's slaughterhouse. We did that. <laughs> Still can't beat that time. stupid thing. Nope. We're on the final wave, and it's hard. You know, I haven't even tried it yet. The first three waves are pretty easy, Mike. You'll probably Mm -hmm. breeze right through them. 
But when you start getting into the fourth wave, when they have like the uh, those stupid helicopter guys, buzzards, buzzards, and then they just and this, especially when you're doing the second playthrough, it's yeah. nothing but super BAs constantly. Yeah, the second playthrough would probably be hard. But you know what works best against <clears throat> those uh, buzzards, right? Sniper it with rockets. Well, that too. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. My sniper rifle, man. I, I, I can take out one of them in about three oh, hits if I crit. Yeah, I, uh, I, blind, I blind fire or hip fire the, ro- the sniper rifle to kill those things. Yeah, the time. my assassin <laughs> has 120% accuracy hip fire with sniper rifles. Nice. So that makes it a lot easier. Um, but the last round in particular, it starts out with, in our, especially with two people and two people in second mode, with uh, six BA psychos. And then down below you have some super BAs. Uh, the big guys that have the carry the chain guns. Nomads. No, was it no, nomad? Not, not nomads. Uh, Bru- uh, not a bruiser. Yeah, a bruiser. Berserkers. Was it? No, I think it was Berserkers. It was Bru- uh, It's a bruiser. <laughs> Those big ugly dudes, man. Yeah. Anyway, they, they come out with these, these machine guns and they have all those below us and we have those five or six... BA psychos, super BA psychos coming at us. It was ridiculous. We couldn't, we could barely even get past the psychos before we got taken out by the other guys. Uh, it's fun though. We didn't get get past the first wave of the fourth of the fifth round. It was. It reminds insanity. me a lot, Mike of Moxies. Super dark. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's challenging. Okay. I'm not sure if it's really worth it, but. I mean, we'll eventually beat it. I know me and Dan will go back there and beat it, but... Yeah, I've got that one I haven't tried, and then the uh, Creature Slaughter Dome I haven't tried yet. I haven't even seen that one. Uh, I don't think you have it. I believe that was only for pre-ordering the game. All right, I then. I could be mistaken, though. Fair enough. If I have to kill those stupid stalkers, I don't care. I don't want it anyway. Ah, stalkers! No, an easy way to kill stalkers? Electricity. Shock weapons? Yeah, no, they electricity. They invisible. <laughs> I know. Still a pain in the neck, though. I don't have any shock weapons, so I, I just wait for them to show their face, and then put three rounds of my shotgun right in their forehead. Yeah, I just use my assault rifle. And the take one thing that Dan is good at is a is a rocket launcher. It blows my mind. He's inaccurate with every other weapon, but he put a rocket launcher in his hand. Pinpoint you don't accurate. gotta be accurate with a rocket launcher. Well, he nails them in the head with a rocket. <laughs> How? It takes skill. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know about that, Dan. But uh, all right. Uh, why else do you use rocket launchers, grenades, and shotguns all the time? Because you don't you know, have to be accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what Mike said, but still. All right, Derek. You don't have to be accurate to have fun in Borderlands. Hey, it sure helps. <laughs> Derek, what have you what have you been up to? Well, I just finished saving Roland. Um, that was a blast. I found a a corrosive um, handgun that oh, yeah. shoots like this gigantic ball, <laughs> and this explodes everything. I don't even know what it is, it's but I'm having gun. a blast with that thing. You found your first iridium gun, and uh, those things are deadly. Yeah, it, it's it's a lot of fun. So I'll, I'll pull those out for the. Um, for those robots. Oh yeah. Those yeah. things were freaking hard. Like I was I was like dying and dying and dying and then I found this gun and then there were cake. You yeah. always want to use corrosive against those guys. Or explosive. Or explosive. I prefer yeah. corrosive. It murders them. There's certain yeah. elements that work really well against certain mobs. Like fired obviously sh- shock works great for most uh, creatures, in particular the stalkers. Uh, anything with a shield that has a ridiculous shield, if you use a shock weapon, will take that shield out in no time flat. Fire, obviously, for anyone who doesn't have armor and is flesh and blood. Skags. Skags, perfect for fire. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot so less skags in Borderlands too. Is it slag that's used for taking out shields? No. Slag is used for everything. Yeah. Okay. Slag increases damage done. Yeah. By non-slag okay. sources. Okay. Then well, it's either have... slag or shock or something that I use. I use uh, an assault rifle uh, to knock out the sh- uh, shield, and then I'll pull out my sniper gun and just headshot them to death. 
Okay, Mike, what's this note? All of a sudden I got this note from Mike. Oh! Oh, did you do that quest where um, Ned, or Zed, Zed, has you go uh, collect all the, or is it Ned? I don't remember, but anyways... It always confuses me because of the first game. Yeah, all the monster, all the monster body parts, and bring it back to him. We never fully completed that <laughs> quest chain. Okay, so you completed that quest chain, right? And he's all, "Oh my god, oh my god, the experiments got out. You got to go kill him. You got to go kill him." So you you go where the thing says, and it's a mutated cross between a skag and a rack. So it's oh. a skag that flies in the air. Oh, <laughs> oh no, no! That's an experiment I gone way come wrong. Near that thing. Oh my god, it was so fun, dude. It was crazy. Mike, you need to hit 50. Skags. You need to hit 50 so you can go do the uh, unbeatable bosses with me and Dan. <laughs> yeah, I already have the invincible one for the DLC logged. Cool. But I'm only 35, so. I'm sorry, Derek, you were saying earlier. Rats. No, I was saying, I just finished that um, quest, and then I just, uh, then I was like, you know what I could do right now? I'd drive around and run over some more things. And that's about all I did. <laughs> Somebody take uh, away your car, your car keys. Yeah. Uh, man, that was a blast. And uh, so that's about all the Borderlands 2 I got in this week. Uh, then I went to Planet Side 2, and man, that was... Um, I had a horrible time there. We'll get into that in a minute. Cause, yeah, I'm, here, I'm curious about that, because I know that Mike had a great time in it. You had a bad time. I didn't get time in it, even though I really wanted to. But there was something else I want to talk about in Borderlands 2. What was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, the rarity issue. I've, I've noticed, like I, I think I said this last week, I'm not sure if I said on Dungeon Crawler 1 and 2, but the rarity of the loot is so much harder, it's so much more rare to get good weapons than it was in Borderlands 1. So I remember in Borderlands 1, when me and Mike were doing it, we were doing uh, Cromax, even before then, I was using nothing but legendary weapons and deep orange legendaries and my bank was full of love legendaries and we had max out money we had rollover money because it would only go to like 999,000 but it would you would keep track of it you'd, but it would only display 999,000 999 so we'd be buying stuff and the number would never change so we'd be getting so many legendaries and Borderlands 2 getting an epic a regular purple is insanely hard unless you have a loot chest key this, the rarity is so much greater in this game than what it was in Borderlands 2 or 1, so I'm wondering if they don't even have that many uh, legendary weapons in the game or what. I don't know. Well, and also from what I've read, a lot of the legendaries come from level 50 mobs and certain ones drop certain legendaries. Ah, I miss the old random drop legendaries. So, I mean, there's still the random dropped ones, but like a certain particular ones drop certain places. Well, I know that the uh, new Invincible boss, the giant flower from hell, is uh, he has he has legendaries that only he drops. And then probably the new Invincible from the DLC as well. Mm-hmm. The mad scientist dude. I can't wait to take those guys on, Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I, I saw that I was figuring it out after I beat the DLC. I was like, okay, so what's with these crystals the guy in Oasis wants? And then they gave me that level 50 quest, and I was like, oh, I'm a little bit low. <laughs> yeah. Me and Dan got it, and we're like, uh, yeah, nah, I'm not going to even try. Not yet, at least. Well, we're almost 50, and I, I kind of figured that the rarity chance would be a lot greater at 50. So hope, we're going to hopefully be 50 a lot long before we actually finish the game out for a second playthrough. Hopefully. We'll see. Gosh, I'm so far behind. I'm like level 12, first playthrough. I'm starting to catch up now. My commando is level 32, my other character. <laughs> I, me and Dan said that once we finish up, as we beat the game on a second playthrough before, while we're waiting for Mike to hit 50, we're going to play our, our, our chick team, my Macromancer and his Siren. I'm, I don't actually like my Siren so far. The thing it's is, though, te- is, it's teaching me to think tactical. But Black the- Ops 2 comes out too soon. So we might be getting that with you, me, and Tim, Dan. Oh, yeah, that's going to be fun. That game looks wicked fun for multiplayer. I just really hope it they does. fix I really, really, really hope that they fix the, the offline multiplayer to where you can level up and have bots. 
That'd be insane. That'd make my day. Yeah. All right. So we do have a lot of Planet Side Two news. Um, and the first one is if you've already purchased the Alpha Squad. What is it, Mike? Um. Yeah. Well, we talked about it last week. They announced that you can uh, basically reserve your name for the game. Right. Uh, they said that next Monday they should be keep keep an eye out for your emails. So with instructions on to do it. So nice. Starting next Monday, we should be able to do it. And this game comes out the twentieth next month. Yes. So actually, they're they're stopping. Okay, so the beta programs on the ends on the sixteenth is when the beta stops. Yeah. So actually, they're four only days. stopping at four days prior. I originally I thought for some reason I was thinking thirtieth. Thank God. But no, we're only a couple weeks away from the actual be- actual Planet Side Two launch, which I am so excited for. Oh, me too. Because I'm gonna have all my station cash. I can buy weapons and I can really plan out what I want to do and really get into it. We can start our, our outfit finally and really dig into that. We need, I'm hoping that they'll announce the server list before the game. Yeah, then we'll live. announce what we're going to do, where we're going to be. Yeah, because that way we can figure out where we need to be and everybody's on the same server. Yeah, And we need to make sure that we're on the same server as our rivals. Well, they never actually got back to me on that. So I don't know what the deal is. But, uh, okay, so they did some uh, updates? Yep, we did some updates uh, last Wednesday. and then, I don't know if it was before or after the show, but probably about the same time we were doing the show. Uh, they now got, uh, players are now mostly invulnerable to damage at way gates, at warp gates, with the exception of vehicle collision damage against structures. So uh, that should save all those problems we were having before in uh, the new continent. Yeah, no, that's great. That's a good thing yep. to see. Sunderers are now available at every vehicle terminal that offers the flash. Oh, sweet. So you'll be able to get Sunderers everywhere that there's a vehicle terminal now. Squad members can deploy on their squad leaders from the warp gate via instant action menu. So if you get your squad and they're already in action, you can just already go deploy to them right away. Oh, that's good. You guys didn't yep. realize that this game's going to completely change what launches, right? Yep. No longer going in solo. We're going to have an outfit, established outfit. With all the server changes they've been doing in the beta the last month or so, it's been impossible to really get a friends list going or anything. Yep. Yes, it is. Grief accumulation has been reduced for accidental team damage. So if you accidentally shoot somebody, you don't got to worry too much about grief. But if you purposely shoot somebody, you're screwed. Grief points are no longer accumulated for damaging a fellow member or their vehicle. Don't know what's an outstanding issue is killing that player will result in grief points. Okay. Okay, so if you just damage him, no big deal. If you kill him, big deal. Big deal, exactly. Uh, the big bug fixes they did: logging out or zoning while in a match should no longer change your class. That's a good thing. Very good thing. Um, forward spawn point terminals should now display appropriate faction on the map. Vehicle kills will give notifications again. Turrets should no longer stop animating. Dead characters will no longer be collidable. <laughs> Vehicles will no longer randomly invert controls. That's awesome. Shields will now block tossed projectiles such as grenades and C4. Fixed an instance where AFK players would be unable to be damaged. And fixed a case where dying in the UI would leave a character in a bad state have no idea what that bad state is. Dying in the UI... I think it was your sniper was one of the bugs, where you'd be locked in zoom until you died again. Alright, weapon changes. They reduced bullet drop on all weapons. They buffed buffed the Venu Sovereignty weapons to be much stronger at greater range. Projectile speed and damage were increased on all weapons except sniper rifles. Really? That's awesome! That's yeah. freaking awesome. I noticed About it time. Too with my guns. <laughs> We're actually on par with the other one, with the other uh, factions now for gun damage. You know, I noticed that too. I ran into a heavy, and I like freaked out and started shooting him. I was light assault, and then he died. I was like, <laughs> "Oh, what the hell? Okay, I'll continue on." Projectiles- I expected to die. Yeah, I know. I always expected that. Projectile speed was increased. Damage at range was increased. Reload times on most of the new Sovereignty weapons are now faster, and yes, I did notice that too. Thank God. And grenade trajectory is now more predictable. You know what this means? We're we're actually viable again. 
Yes, finally. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, vehicle speed required to damage infantry in a vehicle collision increased. Which that'll also help accidentally running over people. If you're going real slow, it shouldn't do as much damage. Mm-hmm. Projectile speed of halberd increased. Reduced lock-on range of heavy assault anti-ground vehicle launchers. 500 meters was overkill. <laughs> Skype default and rotary nose cannon projectiles speed increased. A pass was done on Sunderer and tank secondary weapon elevation ranges. Elevation ranges should be the same between all uh, battle tanks. Previously, there were some discrepancies. The 50 cal machine gun elevation range increased by 15 degrees. Nice. So, before we go any further talking about Planet Side 2, we're going to continue. Derek, you had a bad week. What was the deal, man? Well, first of all, I was running on Esmir, and, like, there's nobody there. And the few people I ran into were groups, and which makes sense for that place. That, you know, if you're going to get a squad together and run around and do that, that is not a place for a uh, single play. No, 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 no. That's not at all. Uh-uh. No. So even though I, I love the um, the environment, I decided to go back to uh, Indar. And I noticed, like, yeah, like, my damage is better. Um, I'm surviving a little bit longer. But we were just getting overrun by the NC all day. When I, when I, I just, played last week, we were the ones doing the overrunning. Well, I don't know if it's uh, just uh, an issue with too many NC on right now or it something, but it's just like a, it every time a, I spawn in place, it's already being attacked, yeah. and we're losing it. It could have just been a situation of the day, a situation of the fights. You know, that's a night, that's one of the cool things about Planet Side too is that the tide of battle can turn easily depending on the players, depending on situations. It's never going to be the same game, you know. Right. Yeah, because when I, when I was on right before the show, at least on the server that I was playing on, NC actually had the least amount of people. They actually had a 1% XP bonus. Hmm. That's rare. Yeah, I know. I was surprised. you got to remember that also when the game launches, we're going to have a third continent to play in that we heard, heard very little about, but they're launching it on, on release, I believe. And there's going to be so much coming into the game after launch, it's not even funny. I am very, very proud of SOE and the, and what they've been doing at Plantside too. I am loving the game, loving the potential. Mike, you had a great week? Oh, well, I had a great day, I should say. I actually haven't been able to play in like two weeks. So finally this morning I updated the game and was like, I'm going to get on, I'm going to play. I started out as Heavy Assault because I wanted to see how it did. Got one kill right off the bat and then died. <laughs> and then I died again. Then I died a third time. And I decided I don't want to do Heavy Assault. So I was started doing engineer, and I was running around repairing things, having my fun, and I died. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try medic, and it was awesome, man! I was running around, raising people, healing people. I mean, I was just going crazy. I was running out, bullets flying all over the place, dodging bullets, crouching, raising people. I mean, it was amazing. You were everybody's hero that 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 day, that's for sure. I yeah, I it was my. <laughs> You know, doing this, my kill-death ratio was crap, which I didn't care. You know, I didn't worry about it at all. I had two kills and 46 deaths, I think, when you know, I checked. When it comes to Borderlands 2, you're really... Planetside 2. Uh, Planetside 2, sorry. You can't have that that elitist mentality and, and really have fun, unless that's your play style. I mean, if you're really into, like, being the best there is, then, yeah, you're going to panic and worry, and you're going to really have a bad time 90% of the time. Don't worry about your kill-to-death ratio. Go in there and have fun with your friends. Go in there and just have fun with your vehicles. Just play the game for what it is. Um, I, I completely threw my kill-to-death ratio out of mine last time I played and had a blast. I know I was getting kills. I saw them die. <laughs> I saw the XP come up from their deaths. It was just so much fun when I did it like that. And I just stopped worrying about the whole thing. and just. But the most fun I've had yet in Planet Side 2 is when I was able to group up with Derek and a few other people or Mike and just play in a group, that was the most fun by far. Yes. Totally yep. agree with that. The most fun I've ever had in Planetside 2 was doing those bomber runs with you and Bowbender. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Raiders. But, so, when all was done and I was getting ready to get off this one, and I went ahead and checked my rank for the day, and I was actually ranked 453 for the day nice. when I was playing earlier. 
And that was just from going through and resing people and occasionally switching back to uh, engineer and going and repairing, uh, you know, like our guns and stuff like that. Right. So I, that's I've already decided this is going to be my play style for when the game launches. I'm going to be a medic slash engineer slash tank driver. Yeah, it's actually I told slash you. Sunderer driver. I'm going to do Sunderer first, I think. Really? Yes. We I need was a really looking forward. Oh, we do. We was really looking forward to. Um, you're going to be like the greatest utility to have around, Mike. That's <laughs> what I'm going for. I'm going for utility. I'm not going for anything else. Then maybe I'll do mag. You can do mag. That's fine. I don't know yet. I haven't fully decided yet. I still haven't decided what I'm going to do for the rest of the for the. Okay, so do you guys have an idea? I know you just said your idea, Mike. What you're going to do? Excuse me. When the game launches, I'm still kind of up in the air. I know I kind of want to do a liberator. And I was thinking about either doing like a lightning or a mag rider, and then getting those weapons decked out in the armor. And then for the ground, I'm still heavily, heavily undecided. I don't know. Because Heavy Assault used to be my favorite, then they nerfed everything, now they put us back up again. So I'm thinking I might do Heavy, as well as Light. I, I have a good idea what I want to do. I want to be a Scythe pilot, mainly. Then Scythe. probably... Scythe. Uh, Scythe. Whenever, yeah, Scythe. Don't do my mistake. Sorry. Scythe pilot. And then uh, whenever on long ground, Engineer. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Have you decided yet, Derek? Uh, yeah, I love sniping, so obviously I'm going to be uh, light infantry. And the reason why that is, is um, when you get, like, because um, us being, uh, you know, with our laser weapons and we mm-hmm. don't get that much range anyway, uh, I was doing some experimenting around and I got the, the longest scope for the light infantry, which is like eight times. Right. And with that jetpack, I'm able to go places where nobody is or nobody can see me. Dude, yeah, I've seen some snipers. Some of the most effective snipers I've seen were light infantry. Yeah, I'm telling you, they make the better sniper. If you know that's what, what know- you're doing, if you want to hide and just take people out, light infantry is where it is. You know what I noticed, too, and I don't know when they changed it or it might have been – I haven't played in a while. But now when you're upgrading, like, your weapons – you're spending your cert points, you actually have to go down the list in order. You have to spend 12 points in the uh, scope tree to actually move down. So, like, you'd have your 3.4 scope. You'd have to spend 12 points in that before you could get your 4X scope. And I did notice spend that. More points. Yeah. That's what I was going to do. I was going to go get my uh, scope again, you know, since when they did the restart. And yes. uh, I was like, what is this? i got to spend, like, you know, 200 points. I guess it makes sense, though. To yeah, build you can't up just to it. jump and get what you wanted to get anymore. That kind of makes sense. Kind of depressing, but makes sense altogether as well. Yeah, I was kind of upset because I really just wanted to get a uh, a red dot. <laughs> but yeah. oh well, it is what it is. So I'm still. Dis- I haven't got. I haven't fired around. I haven't been in game enough to to really get in there and play with C4. Something I wanted to try out. But I was thinking about doing light infantry with a whole bunch of boom booms, C4 grenades, the works, you know. Oh, I've got ideas. Or, or a heavy infantry with that, because if you can think about it, a heavy assault. Okay, you have your rocket launcher. I'm gonna get the one that locks on. I do enjoy that. Get the upgraded assault rifle, and then I want the extra grenades. I want C4, and maybe flashbangs. Can you talk about a walking tank? That's almost, if not better. Than a max suit. Yeah, you yeah. have more options. Yeah, I mean, if I ever run into some C4, the one thing that I'm probably going to do and have a lot of fun doing is uh, ride in with a flash with a C4 attached to it, ditch it last second before I run before I get into the battle, blow it up right I when think, I get there. I don't think Hopefully you can plant, take out some people. I don't think you can plant C4 on your own flash, Dan. <sighs> That'd Sorry. be fun though. That'd be a pretty cool suicide bomb. Or mobile mobile explosive. That'd be pretty fun actually. So yeah, I mean, I think that's I think that's what I might actually do is go heavy. Light's fun, but if I focus on heavy and be that upfront gunner as I like to call going postal. And just have those kind of options with it and have my vehicles, because I can still fly and I can still drive when I'm in heavy. You know, even though when I'm in a vehicle, probably the best bet is to have like uh 
you know, be an engineer. Or I could have an engineer as my secondary, my, one of my gunners, and that would fix that problem. But, yeah, that sounds good, actually. So we have a talking point tonight. Is there anything else you guys want to mention about Plant Side 2 before we move on? Nope. Except for can't wait for November 20th? Oh, no, cannot. <laughs> cannot wait. No, I'm probably going to have to wait a little bit longer so I can get a new case and everything for my computer. But still, can't wait. Just use a downstairs computer until then. All right, so I got a talking point for tonight. And the reason is we got an email that kind of spawned this talking point. This email came in to us from Luke. I believe that's his name, right? His gamer yes. tag is uh, ProGavarium. Yep, name is Luke. He says, hey guys, love the podcast. You guys should start playing Max Payne 3 or 1 or 2. Odd way of putting those in that order. Amazing adrenaline games for sure. So much fun, and you'd have a lot to talk about. Relatively short, so you could do an episode or two on them. Anyways, have a good week. Luke. Well, Luke, I did play Max Payne 1. Loved it. Never touched 2, and I've been really wanting to play Max Payne 3. Because Rockstar, I am kind of a fan of what they do. I love their Grand Theft Auto series. Um, however, I just can't afford to have buy Max Payne 3 right now. So you want to gift it to me? I'll talk about it all day, man. My Steam <laughs> tag is Kempo401. K-E-N-P-O-401. Just saying. Actually, guys, seriously, though, if you want to friend me on Steam, we have a QGN group. Look me up or look up Quest Gaming Network and you'll find it. And it's, it's an open group for anyone to come in and enjoy and have fun. Because we have quite a few people in there right now and everyone's playing something, you know. And our community managers were trying to poke and prod into uh, actually, uh, you know, setting up community events for Steam. Like, we're going to have a couple nights. We're going to have, like, the big uh, outfit nights for Plantside 2, that kind of thing. So, anyway, we'll work on that. But the the talking point I want to get into is what action games or what games that are action-based, this is Adrenaline Gaming, that we want to play soon or in the future. And obviously, for me, Max Payne 3 is one of them. I love bullet time. I think the most game I'm looking forward to that's coming out, you know, in the near future would be Dead Space 3. Yeah, you did play Dead Space a lot, didn't you? One and two, and I would have beat two except for that's when my PlayStation got stolen. Right. I remember Mike calling me up, dude, this game's wicked. Yeah. It's a survival horror type action game that is really creepy. <laughs> when is that one supposed to be coming one, out? This one actually has a co-op. Mode really? In. Yes. So you can play with hmm. friends and that sort of thing. So it, it and it changes the game. From what I read, if you play it single player, it's more of a survival horror. But if you play it co op, it's more of an action game. So the game changes depending on what you're doing. That's interesting. Yeah. So I, I can't remember when it when it comes out. Let me. Anyway, while well, he's talking about that, Derek, what about you? Um, I really don't know. Uh, I was sitting here thinking, what's coming out? But now, then he started talking about Death Space, and I real I remembered I have Death Space one and two, and uh, I haven't played them yet. So maybe I should just go play those. Oh, I highly recommend it. I'm not really big into survival horror. I mean, I do play the uh, Resident Evil games with my wife when she makes me. I still have to buy her the new one. I'm probably gonna get it for her, get it for her for Christmas. So shh. Uh, but, yes, yeah, the only ones I really play. I never have been into the survival horror. Well, in my opinion, at least as far as the last two Resident Evils go, Dead Space blow them out of the water. Really? Yeah, the first mm-hmm. two games were completely amazing, and they were way better than Resident Evil 4 and 5, for me. Maybe I'll have to check it out then. So, you know, I haven't played 6 yet either, which is another game I am looking forward to giving a try, but... I don't know when that's going to happen because I don't have any money right now. Well, in uh, Resident Evil 6, they, they improved yes. the system. You can now run and gun. Yeah, so it's more of an action more, game now. Yeah, which is what I love. I'm, I'm yeah. actually kind of looking forward to that aspect of it. Which you could always you know, move and shoot in Dead Space as well. You never had to stop. <laughs> the reason I got them is because uh, someone compared them to uh, Bioshock. Do you agree with that comparison? No, I can't. I never really could get into Bioshock. I did myself. not like Bioshock. I, the yeah. first one I played it's was more, Bioshock 2. Hated it. It's more Resident Evil-ish to me than it is Bioshock-ish. Okay. It's, uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's more action and 
survival horror based, whereas Bioshock's a little bit different. I don't. I never really liked Bioshock either. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm really looking forward to that new PlayStation Three game called uh, Last of Us. Oh yeah. If you, guys, if you guys haven't heard of it, check out the Naughty Dog E3 presentation. It is a PlayStation Three exclusive, isn't it? Yeah, exclusive. Yeah. It looks. It looks awesome. Oh, it well, if it's done so by Naughty amazing. Dog, it's going to be. Pr- it looks probably going to be very good. Their um, Nathan Drake series, what's it called? Uh, Uncharted. Uncharted has been phenomenal. Yep, mm-hmm. I love Uncharted. I played one and two, and I never got a chance to play three, and I heard that was by far the best. Yeah, it was really. It's a really fun game. I beat all of them, and my son has two. Actually, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I definitely want to revisit Planet uh, Uncharted Two. Well, let me That's ask you this, Dan: game. What makes you want to play Last of Us? What makes me want to play Last of Us? It just seems very. Uh, it has a lot of features that are new to the survival industry, like being able to open up your inventory and take the random junk that you find from exploring the universe and combine them together like in the trailer honestly not that new anyway (laughs) it being able to combine the items and just make stuff to help you survive better is a great aspect for me so what you're saying is last of us is a kind of a zombie apocalypse game or yeah it's a post-apocalyptic game sorry can't talk no zombies it's not mutants, not zombies, but mutants. Kind of, kind of like Resident Evil in that aspect. Would you compare it to Fallout? No, I would not compare it to Fallout. At Think all. of a post-apocalyptic world, well, Joe. I know what it is. I'm just asking you guys for okay. the audience. That's all. <laughs> um, anybody ever seen the, the the show Revolution on TV? No. No. Okay. Well, kind of like that, but with mutants. Post-apocalyptic world, um, basically anything goes. There is factions of people that are just, you know, outright crazy, and they're going to kill you and go out against you. You know, there's some pa- pockets of decent folk, but mostly it's every man for himself. Yeah, it's like my perfect game. I might have to buy a PlayStation for this. <laughs> I think you should. Naughty Dog produces some really awesome games, and the vast majority of the time they do PlayStation 3 exclusives, because I believe they're a Sony-owned company, aren't they? Uh, I don't I don't know for sure. Might just be a licensing deal. Either way, the, well, <clears throat> I think they are, because they're the makers of the uh, Crash Bandicoot series, which has been... That was a staple in PlayStation. Yes, it was acquired by Sony Computer Entertainment in 2001. Mm, I'm good. All right. So yeah, it's going to be a Sony exclusive regardless. And they are one of the better studios out there. In yeah, my they opinion. make amazing games. I have to agree with you guys on that. Uncharted is one of my favorite series by far. They don't do that many, but when they do them, they do them right. I think that's one of the key points there. So if Last of Us is considered an action game, would we... Well, well of course, we consider Dishonored an action game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to play that and Hitman. Will we consider that? Oh, the new Hitman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been really looking at that one, actually. That one looks kind of interesting. And I know was... it's, it's not so much run and gun, but I yeah. really am very interested in playing that one. I was never really big into the first couple in that series. They were fun. I have played them. Never beat them. But uh, the third one, or was it the third one that's coming out? Yeah, I think so. Anyway, the new Hitman that's coming out looks very intriguing. Very story-driven. I'm If you do pick that up, I might have to try it out myself. Alright, okay. So, what action-based games do you want to play again? Uh, Dead Space see. 2, and actually beat it this time without getting my PlayStation stolen. That'd be nice. <laughs> I personally would love to play Doom 3 again. They did, oh, uh, and they released the HD 3D version. They did, and I'm so tempted to get it and play it. Cause I, I love Doom, Hexen, Quake, all those kind of, and I was a really big into um, Red uh, Faction. Well, Red Faction, yeah, but the new game sucked. 
Yeah. Rage. But the old one was really fun. The old Red Fraction show? Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, gosh. Well, it's not yeah. the old, old one, but. I mean, me and Mike used to have our game nights where we'd come over to my house every Wednesday and we would get pizza and or usually like a two liter each or more of Mountain Dew or whatever. And him and maybe one or two more buddies and we would sit there and just play games in my living room all night long until the sun came up the next day pretty much. And one of the things we played was Red Faction, which is the first one for PlayStation 2, Mike. Yeah. And there was this uh, offline multiplayer that was such a blast. And Red Faction was well known for its destructible environments. One of the few, one of the first that really had true destructible environments where you could literally level stuff. It wasn't fully true, but there was this one room where it was a square room that had pillars that walled it went up, was multi-level, and they had a whole bunch of offshoot areas that would go across. I remember taking a machine gun and literally digging a hole in a wall in one of those tunnels, crouching into it, getting back in there, waiting for Mike or, or Colin or someone to run by and then gunning him down. I remember that by sounds the, awesome. Yeah, I remember by the end of, of, of one of those sessions, we would look at the, it would get like go an overview of the arena after you finished, and there was just like the entire place was leveled. The columns were destroyed. <laughs> the tunnels were in pieces. It was just... Uh, that's just too much fun. And then uh, the Red Faction... Not the last one I did, but the one before that had a um, a multiplayer where it was passing the controller type of thing. Guerrilla Warfare. Or Guerrilla. Red Faction Guerrilla. Yeah. Where you would basically do as much destruction as you could in a, in a time frame. And you pass on the next person. Whoever had the most points would win. Plus, to, tell like, you the, to tell you the truth, between the two games that you're talking about... I like the first one that you talked about a lot more. Yeah, that Red Faction was probably the best one they did. But we had more fun playing the multiplayer on Gorilla. Yeah, had destroying, doing as much damage as you could. They would do like give you a random weapon, and there would be someone. Some of them were like, depending on what rep weapon you got, you would have the, the, the whatever rounds you fired would take time off or you'd have one minute to do as much destruction as possible with unlimited ammo uh the proximity mines or you had like um the remote mines were fun those were a blast the rocket launcher all kinds of weapons that you had that you just you got one weapon you got a rocket pack one that would either do a quake or one that just flies or one that shoots you right through buildings and you had to just destroy as much as possible and I'm really good at destroying things, apparently. Yeah, Mike's Mike's pretty destructive. <laughs> and may not be a good as, as good as a shot as Joe. Unreal but Tournament. Really good at shooting things. That's the game I was thinking of. <laughs> Unreal Tournament was another one of my favorites. Oh yeah, I love playing it online. But yeah, anyway, Doom Three is one of them. So you want to hear something very shameful? What's that? I've never played Doom Three. You know, a lot of people haven't. It was PC only release. Well, and and the and the problem was when it came out, I did not have a computer that could run it. It was very so, much a system hog. I remember when it first came yeah. out, I tried running it. I had to put it on the lowest settings to run it. That's yep. why I want to play and it again. So by the time I could play it, I mean it was already old. So I'm looking at this BFG edition, thinking I might give it a go. Yeah, me too, man. And I remember all the stories because me and Mike were working at Sony at the time when it came out. And everyone in the office was all playing it, and they were like all creeped out by it, and how you couldn't really play it with your lights turned off, and all this garbage. And I really wanted to play it, and yeah, it was pretty freaky, even with the graphics turned down to nothing. It was, and I, I would love to play it again. Really get into it. Christmas list. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else, guys? No, nope. not really. Man, this could be a short episode. Well, there you go. I mean, nothing else. I'm hoping to get into Dishonored soon. This week at some point, hopefully. I gotta yeah, get more I hope you do. I'm, I'm like waiting to hear it. Planet Side 2 it. is something I really gotta get into. But Yeah, yeah I, I'm gonna try to play that some more. I, I won't know. be really getting another game probably until close to Christmas. I'm so right. addicted to Borderlands, it's really hard for me to pry myself away from that. That's why I played both games today. I started playing video games at 8.30 this morning and didn't stop until 3.45. <laughs> oh, I do have a game that I'm like really looking forward to getting into, if I can ever do it, is a Hawken. Hawken. You guys heard of that? No. no. Is that the, um, it's a, it's the like mech? It's like a mech yeah, the, shooter. The mech MMO. 
Yeah. Yeah, that one does look interesting. I saw it on a um, on Spike TV. They did a they did a it, gaming thing. And they had they showed that. It's uh it's gorgeous, and uh, I got into the beta, but every time this week I've tried to log in, they've had login errors. So hmm. I have not been able to get into it. Great way to do the beta, guys. I know it's going to be a free to play. Yes. Yeah, uh, that one does look interesting. I, I would like when you finally get in. I would like to hear about it. Oh, definitely. I'm going to try all week. Hopefully I'll have something to talk about next week. So, since we were discussing it earlier, Dead Space 3 release date is actually February 5th, 2013. So you got a little bit of a ways away for that one, huh? That's alright. That'll give me time to get some money and you know talk the wife into letting me get another game. It's funny. <laughs> I remember when the third quarter or the fourth quarter used to be the biggest time of the year for games. When everything came out. Like, there'd be... Uh, Two thir- there are like three times the amount of games came out in the fourth quarter than the other first three quarters of the year. And But lately, the last three years, there's been a big decline in that because people are are trying to release their games after Christmas into the first quarter. Yeah, that way people can just buy it with the gift cards they get. <laughs> yeah, well, it, the idea behind that is there's already an influx of games occurring during Christmas season, so they're trying to get away from that rush, let those big names come out, get their money then, and then just take everyone after that. You know, well, it especially makes sense. with like um, the Modern Warfare's, they always come out right around Christmas time. Oh yeah, always in November. So yeah, so it's always you know there's already a big game that's out, so a lot of people don't even want to try to fight with that. Unless you have a massive title, you you can't go against it. Yeah. Oh man, this is gonna be actually a big month next month for gaming. Full for us who really get into the first-person shooter action games with Planet Side Two Black Ops coming out. Nice. My docket for gaming gets bigger. <laughs> Call of Duty 2? Black Ops 2. Did I say Call of Duty 2? No, you said Planet Side 2. No, I said Black Ops 2 and Planet Side 2. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> Alright, guys, the final thoughts of the evening. Um, Planet Side 2, Planet Side 2, Planet Side 2. Coming out November 20th. If you haven't looked into it, go online. There's a thousand and one videos out there about it. It's awesome. It's like nothing you've ever played before. Even if it looks kind of cool, it's what you're seeing in the videos and the screenshots and what people are talking about is nothing like actually getting in there and experiencing those heavy, heavy battles. Nothing like it. Mike? Yeah, I uh, I want to just go in and start healing people again. That's that's really fun. I, I can't wait to do that. I would do it after I'm done here, but i got to make dinner. <laughs> And Derek, I am uh, just getting really excited about the the launch of Planet Side Two officially, so we can group up because uh, that's that's like the most fun I've had in gaming, uh, just running around with you guys. Oh yeah, uh, I doubt. can't, I cannot wait. And again, I hope I can get into Hawking this week. And we're gonna get the uh, hopefully the outfit started. I'm gonna get it started right away and start getting people in there. I mean, obviously you and Mike are gonna be two of the officers. Oh, Mike's gonna be my co, my co-chief. Uh, yeah. All righty, and Daniel. Oh, that sucks. What? Well, November twentieth is the Tuesday that I actually work. Well, I work that day too. I'm not getting into it till, till at night. That sucks. Well, you can you'll be in what Wednesday? Oh yeah, Wednesday I'll be on. Thursday I'll be on. Friday I'll be well, on. <laughs> that Wednesday show is gonna be a big one, all about plant side too. I can guarantee you that. We're all gonna be like zombies because we didn't go to sleep the night before. <laughs> gonna be like, it's a good thing I work a half day on Wednesdays. And Dan, your final. Uh, I've got to get Planet Side Two on that other computer that you have downstairs and get back into it as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I also want to make mention that Daniel will not be with us next week. Dave Adams will be taking his place to talk about his Borderlands 2 experiences and other things he's been getting into. So I look forward to having him on. And we'll get Dan on at some other point, I promise. He'll be a regular on this show. Um, other than that, how to reach us. Well, actually, we have an iTunes shout-out. We have a New Zealand shout-out. And who was that, Derek? Reaper Pariah. Reaper Pariah. Thank you for your five-star review shout-out. Your five-star review. We really appreciate it. Um, how to reach us, guys. Uh, Adrenaline Podcast. 
adrenalinepodcast, all one word, .com is our website. Go check it out. We're hopefully going to be getting a writer soon to get really into adrenaline-based gaming and start really getting posts up there for us. Our email, adrenalinegamingpodcast at gmail.com. Please keep it, you know, somewhat short. We had a really good email about a uh, a funny occurrence in Dishonored. However, it was about three miles too long. So you keep it about two paragraphs the most, and that's something we can actually talk about in the air. We don't want to read a book, you know? It doesn't really work. <laughs> but we want to hear all about your adrenaline gaming, anything you want to talk about, any games you're playing, whether we talk about it on the show or not, any suggestions for us, you got it. Just email us, adrenalinegamingpodcast at gmail.com. And our Twitter is at AdrenalineCast. Uh, individual Twitters, I am author J.R. Wilson. Mike is at InsaneHero, H-I-R-O. Derek is at SubProta, P-R-O-T-A. And Dan is at Boonteeny, Boon underscore Teeny, T-I-N-I. Uh, my gamer tag for Steam is Kempo401, as well as for PlayStation 3. It's also Kempo401, K-E-N-P-O-401. You guys want to mention any of those? Or? Oh, mine is Origin, A-R-R-A-J-I-N. Uh, my, uh, my PSN name is Tyranix. It's T-E-R-A-N-Y-X. And that should be my... That's the same name for my uh, Xbox gamer tag as well. For my Steam, it's just simply Boontini. Alright, guys. Adrenaline Gaming is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Middle Earth Network. And I want to say keep on shooting everything in the face, guys. Let's talk to you next week. Brains. Goodbye, everybody. See y'all later.